Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to go in and fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's right. And this week, uh, we are going to be talking about two different ARGs, both by the band 21 Pilots. So, 42 pilots altogether. <laughs> Do these ARGs have names, or is it just the, the thing they did for an album? So... The first one doesn't have an official name that I could see. Uh, the the second one, people are just c- like calling after the single that it was like in a video for. So it's the level of concern ARG or level of concern the ARG. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, cool. Well, I'm excited to dig into this. Uh, before we get started, I have a couple questions that came in through Twitter. Uh, a lot about music and bands, since this is the first time we've covered a, a band ARG. Um, first one came in. I got some questions from Didgery. Uh, who's your favorite pilot, real or fictional? This one's not about uh, <laughs> bands at all. I don't know why I let in with that. But who's your favorite pilot, real or fictional? Oh, the uh, the, the bird pilots from Animal Crossing. Oh, Orville and Wilbur? Yeah. <laughs> those guys are dope. I love those guys. <laughs> the, uh, the uh, hey, folks, are in for a water landing, uh, but that's okay because this is a seaplane. Uh, that little line gets me every time. I, I don't know why whenever <laughs> I visit or leave another person's island. They're just cute. They're just good, good little birds. Um, I think my favorite pilot is probably Asuka from uh, Evangelion. That's a That's pilot, a right? Do mechs have pilots? Yeah, I feel it's like called it. a mech pilot. Yeah, you say you, like you you pilot the mech. Drives a mech. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Oscar, she's great. She kicks ass, and nothing bad ever happens to her. Uh, gotta <laughs> love Oscar. Uh, and another question along those same lines: What's your favorite pilot episode of a TV show? Oh God. Uh, I don't while know. you're thinking, my answer is uh, Patriot, one of the things that we recommended oh, fuck. Uh, a while yeah, ago. I think one. that Patriot has the single best pilot of all time. Um, if you watch the pilot and think this probably isn't for me, it's probably not. And if you watch the pilot and think I need to learn more, it's probably going to be your new favorite show. Um, I think it perfectly sets the tone for everything to come. And it's just a tightly crafted hour. Patriot is very good. I really like the pilot episode of The OA um, because the ending of it literally gives me chills every single time I watch it. Oh, yeah. What's the ending, if, if you don't mind? Or should that not be spoiled for people that want to get into it? Um, I don't know that it's a spoiler. It's like it, it kind of... The whole pilot, you're kind of very much like, what the fuck is this story going to be about? Uh, and then kind of the ending scene is like the title sequence for the entire season of the show and it like goes back in time and it like shows you that you're gonna basically like be learning about the OA's life and like what she was like as a kid and like what happened to her it's super good oh yeah all right oh community also has a good pilot i i, I know i'm saying that because i watched community like super recently no i thought that too but then i thought well does community have a good pilot or does Community just mean a lot to you, Andrew. Uh, so if you're signing off on it too, I'll let it go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Community has a great pilot. I think that the show, like, the things that make the show good aren't the things that are like that make the pilot good. But 
there's like a core there that's good yeah i i feel like fargo also has a really good pilot episode but i haven't watched the first season in a while and by a while i mean about two months months? (laughs) yeah like five months yeah it's been a bit i feel like does the pilot end with uh uh lauren malvo talking to colin hanks yeah okay yeah that's a good pilot that's a real good pilot um hell yeah so go check out uh the oa fargo uh community (laughs) and patriot uh the usual recommendations we give (laughs) the things that we recommend every single week on the show you know the everyman hybrid pilot's really good no um got another question uh sam writes in and asks design your ideal concert uh what kind of setting opener and main performers oh god um that's a tough one i feel like i may have already been to my ideal concert and it's the uh they might be giant show i went to in my freshman year of high school where it was theoretically an adult show but they did put on a puppet show for us <laughs> that, that sounds great that really that really raised the bar for concerts for me after that <laughs> nice um <laughs> see i don't I, i'm not a big i'm not a concert person um so i think that my ideal concert would probably be like i don't know like not super loud and i think that the way to accomplish that would be like an outdoor concert where it's like 7 p.m weather's fine it's not super hot not super cold bugs are all dead for some reason so they're not hanging out um (laughs) kill all the bugs yeah first of all all bugs are dead which means that like armageddon's upon us and this is the last concert uh, that we'll ever see um but yeah like outside so maybe it's just the, the the quarantine talking but like i don't have to be like up close with people i can be kind of far from every i can have my own little corner and be in a good a, a good quote-unquote quiet place by myself and whoever i'm with uh the opening band should be a band that i've never heard of but that rules um I want it to be like a local band that is really on it that afterwards I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I like them more than I liked the actual show. Um, and then main performer. I don't know. Um, someone I like. <laughs> uh, I, I've i seen OK Go in concert before. They put on a good show. Um, if Neil Cicierga did a concert somehow, that would be cool. Um, just someone. He, he used to do Lemon Demon stuff live. Oh, yeah. I feel like, but it was, I I feel like if you go on YouTube, you can find him playing stuff live, but he just did like porch concerts, basically like at his house. Sure. Um, yeah, that's my ideal. That's my ideal concert. Quiet yeah, and I chill. <laughs> yeah. I don't like like huge venue concerts. I like small venues better. Yeah. So my, my problem is that I like, I want a concert that is simultaneously quiet and chill but I'm also not a fan of like acoustic guitar sessions. Like I, I want a full on band that is loud and cool and fun, 
but I want the concert itself to be laid back and chill. And those don't really go well together. So like a Soup John Stevens concert. I guess so. <laughs> I went I went to a Soup John Stevens like outdoor concert a couple of years ago and I like took a nap on the ground in the middle of one of the sets. <laughs> it was legitimately like the most relaxing concert I've ever been to. <laughs> I feel like that's every insult I've ever heard about Soup John Stevens just like wrapped into one nice story. <laughs> It's definitely not an insult, though. It was literally, like, the most laid-back concert I've ever been to in my life. Uh, we got like, a- definitely everybody there was smoking weed. Uh, got a question coming in. This one's more about ARGs uh, from the Alexandrite system. Uh, what are some positives of promotional ARGs that ARGs run by normal people aren't able to achieve? Uh, is the first half of the question. Uh, budget is the big one for me. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think, I know we've talked about it before, but just like being able to fund what you want to do makes, you're, you're able to operate on, um, not that money makes art better, but like there's a reason production values are nice. Um, and if you can actually put budget into making something work instead of just hoping that you know what you're doing well enough with, you know, a, a high school level HTML course and some ideas for puzzles, um, you're going to have a better chance of executing on what you want to do. Yeah, definitely like higher production value, I would say, mm-hmm. is the thing. Like, that's the biggest positive for promotional ARGs. Trying to think of yeah. other promote Like, um, I, I feel like that, like, other than that, I feel like you might be able to have, um, I, I don't know what the right word is, but, like, better delegating, maybe? If you've got a team that you can use to work on an ARG, you're going to have a better time than just one person struggling, you know? Yeah, and, and you're going to have more time to, like, actually devote to working on it like i i feel like a lot of indie ARGs can kind of and we are absolutely guilty of this end up getting put on pause just because like it's only one or two people who make them and like real life gets in the way or sometimes you just like Mm -hmm. don't want to work on it but like with with a dedicated team who like it's literally like their nine to five job yeah do that like I feel like you would have less of that as a problem. Yeah, that was going to be the next thing that I said is that it gets to be the thing that you do for work instead of yeah the thing that you do instead of work. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, if if you're and you know, there's problems with making a hobby nine to five, or if that's not if if you get burnt out on that, you kind of get you feel like you're trapped into a situation you can't walk out of. Like, that's true of any job under capitalism but like um having it be the dedicated thing that you can do today and use it to support yourself having that be part of a budgeted thing for a promotional arg as just like here's phase two of our marketing strategy um it gives you a level of like having that be a stable venture gives you the opportunity to do more with it because you don't like there's a double-edged sword but you get the chance for it to be um, sustained and sustainable. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yep. 
the flip side of that, do you think there are any common stumbling blocks that promotional ARGs continually come across? Uh, you have to be invested in the thing that they're promoting. <laughs> yeah. Um... They, like, their their job is literally to make you be invested in the thing that they're promoting. And I feel like it's not a big deal if you aren't, but at the end of the day, that is still kind of what a lot of them are trying to do. Yeah, it can it can be hard to give a shit about the Halo 3 ARG if you don't care about Master Chief. Um you know, or something similar to that. Like it doesn't matter how cool your Oceanic Flight A15 experience is, if I don't watch Lost, I don't give a shit. Um so why would I bother checking it out? And like weirdly i i feel like i've said this before weirdly like i i feel like promotional args used to be a lot more out there with their content because it was very much a case of like people kind of exploring the medium and like seeing what stuck like art of the heist type stuff Mm -hmm. uh and like i love bees um and i think feel like there's not as much of that in like contemporary ARGs like a lot of more modern like viral marketing ARGs very much are centered around the thing that they're promoting yeah I wonder if there's a bit of the you know how like the internet as a whole has kind of shrunk um since like I guess we were kids um but like yeah I was thinking that too like now there's only like there the joke is that there's four websites now um and everything else is just a link that you find on one of those four websites i I wonder if as the internet has quote-unquote shrunk and ways to track things and directly monetize things and um like things have become like closed walls instead of open gates I guess, on an internet scale? I don't know. I'm sure that there is a mm-hmm. correct terminology to use here, but I'm kind of talking off the top of my head. Um, but like, yeah, as... and I... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like there are some notable exceptions, but no, I, I'm definitely with you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as that has happened, it is, uh, it's kind of shaped the way that some of these ARGs play out. Um, I know that I don't really... I, I, I don't actively follow many ARGs on a day-to-day basis, but... Um, you kind of get to a point where it's like, oh, well, uh, nowadays everything is like, if you want to have videos for an ARG, they're probably going to be on YouTube. If you want to do a character interacting directly with an audience, you've got Twitter for that. Um, and I think part of that is just that like blogs kind of dried up, you know, other video hosting websites have all dried up. You're not going to get a, a Bebo video, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I feel like as that happens, things can become more streamlined as a whole and you can do more stuff with, with things as you go, but you're going to lose sight of that. And I feel like as you get into those more directed channels, it's like, well, we need to engage with the product in this direct channel. Um, I, I think that the internet is also more understood and marketed toward nowadays. So it's not... Yeah a novelty to try like nowadays social media is just what ARGs used to be um it's just people talking and hoping you click on ads um that ultimately end up being for you know it doesn't matter how snarky Wendy's is on Twitter 
it's in it's a it's a Wendy's ad. Um, ARGs are kind of in the same boat where it's like it doesn't matter how weird and wild this thing is. At the end of the day, it's the Ar- it's the Arby's ARG. Um, does that make any sense? No, that 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 makes sense to me. I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, yeah, and as people know how to sell online, they start doing that instead of the weirder, more indirect ways that don't sell as well. Um, you know, I know that when. Uh, so we, I know that we met during a, an ARG for a book, and I did kind of think once, like, I'm surprised that there's any kind of budget for this because like all this ARG is really doing is selling the book to like 12 people who would have already bought the book. Like there's no one in that discord server, more than 12, like 20 active players, bunch of lurkers, but like there's no one in there playing the game that isn't already pre-ordering the book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it it really marketing really do be like that unfortunately yeah marketing's weird <laughs> uh and so even marketing ARGs get weird yeah and like like i said there there's obviously like notable exceptions like the adult swim ARG is done by adult swim but it's not exactly trying to like sell you anything yeah and i think that that's why it's like stopped three times yeah well yes because it is managed by like four people who like work in the adult swim games division right and i'm sure that those four people like at some point they answer to someone who eventually is like well we need you to pull focus off of that because we need you to focus on the things that actually yeah 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 like i i (laughs) i don't know i i know that with every i don't know when video games get delayed there's Often the narrative that like, oh, well, they're putting in the extra time to make sure that like the shine is on it and it's good to go and we're ready to go. And like sometimes it's just we need to make a like focus efforts on a better place to make it so that it'll sell better when it does, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I'm cynical about online marketing (laughs) and I I, I hate that ARGs got (laughs) taken over by it. Yeah, no, I I agree. It kind of sucks. So, Anyways, tell me about. 21 pilots <laughs> and this ARG that's trying to sell you an album oh boy i can't wait to buy the album tremors or something tremors is that it trench trench i remember it started with a t <laughs> you were so close Welcome to 294 Note Streak, the best idea for a podcast of all time. We use a bracket to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game. That's pretty much it. That's the whole idea. My name's Joe. I'm Riley. We do that thing we just said every mm, two weeks? We rank it on how much we like the song and if it makes a fun chart to play. Is 294 an equally divisible number for a bracket? It's not! (laughs) Is Thunder Kiss 65 the best white zombie song? Can anything topple Hangar 18 in this race to the top? Will Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker defeat Michael Jackson's Beat It? Yes. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Should Fat Lip be in Guitar Hero? <laughs> Find out by listening to 294 Note Streak on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a better app. And remember, enjoy music. Uh, you want to get into the ARG? Yeah. Um, 
so this uh I, I don't know if i would say this is necessarily trying to sell the album it was kind of like how they did the reveal for their album um because after um hang on i don't want to get the name of the album before Trench Rug, because the 21 Pilots fandom will come for me. We already got the name of Trent. By we, I mean I already got one of them <laughs> wrong, so you're set. <laughs> okay, so in um, in 2015, they released uh, Blurry Face, which is their album that had, like, stressed out on it and got them, like, extremely, extremely popular. I know that you said before you... you we went into this you would never listen to them before i i've never really checked them out and so i pulled them up on apple music and listened to like five songs and i y'all i don't recognize any of this am okay. i old well, marn am i old maybe a little bit <laughs> i i just remember that like the i think the year that album came out stressed out was like on the radio literally all the time um i'm gonna look up that song right now <laughs> are you pulling it up to listen to it i am this audio is going to be unusable stressed out yeah i can't believe you've never listened to 21 pilots i've before. never this is blowing my mind also there's only two of them i saw their album cover there's two of these guys and i don't think they're licensed <laughs> yeah it's it's 21 Pilots is two guys. Should I just, like, tell you some stuff about 21 Pilots? <laughs> I, guess, I feel like that would be a good place to start. I guess. Um, Marn, please be my young friend and tell me about a band I've never heard of. Uh, So 21 Pilots is a band that is two guys. Uh, Tyler Joseph and Josh Dunn. Um, it's... They're like... I don't know what their genre is. There's a significant amount of rapping. Um, Wikipedia says that they're alternative hip-hop, electro-pop, indie-pop, pop-rock, rap-rock, and alternative rock. None of those are phrases. (laughs) Um, They got... I, they were, like, already fairly popular when uh, their album Blurry Face came out, but then uh, Stressed Out went uh, platinum, I think. Okay. And got a lot of radio play, and a lot of people were got super into them. Um, Blurry Face sounds like a bad Slenderman ripoff. <laughs> um, yeah, Blurry Face is... So they do a lot of, like, weird concept stuff on some of the albums. Like, we're going to talk about it with Trench. Uh, Blurry Face is theoretically a character on the album Blurry Face, who, like, symbolizes Tyler Joseph's, like, anxiety and depression. Okay. And I think they made, like, an in-character Blurry Face Twitter that was, like, tweeting to promote the album, too. Okay. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Trench. Um, so after Blurry Face came out, uh, they did some tours 
And then in 2017, uh, they they kind of finished up their last tour and they were like, all right, uh, we're going to go on hiatus and we're going to go dark completely on social media and we're going to work on our next album. Um, and the last thing they posted on their social media accounts, like even their personal ones, uh, was a bunch of gifts of uh, an eye closing over different lyrics from their previous albums. Okay. So basically, like telling people, like, hey, this is like the end of this like particular era of the band, and like we're gonna do something new. Cool. Blurface uh, and- is dead. We killed him. <laughs> And so after that, they were completely dark on social media for almost a year, uh, from July 2017 to April 2018. Okay. Um, and then in April 2018, people found on their online store, it had updated and there was a weird GIF on it. Okay. Uh, and I will grab you that gif. Um, and someone posted it to, like, the 21 Pilots Discord and their subreddit being like, hey, they updated their page, but, like, what is this? Just people, like, falling over? Yeah. Huh. And there's some, like, weird code stuff at the end. Yeah. Um, so they found that the code at the end leads to that website that I sent you earlier today, uh, dmaorg.info. Yeah. So I'm on this website. It's, uh, it's basically just, like, a text page. At the top, it says 404 error, and then there's an underscore between the first two R's and error. Uh, And then it says, you are in violation. They mustn't know you were here. No one should ever find out about this. You can never tell anyone about this for the sake of the other's survival. You must keep this silent. We must keep silent. No one can know. No one can know. No one can know. And then the last no one can know has a bunch of spaces between stuff. Then an underscore at the end, and it says violation code 15398642 underscore 14. And in the body of this message, uh, there is it, there are, it's all lowercase except for some specific letters uh, that spells out east is up. What's up with that, Mark? Yes. So, one of the first things that they found out was if you convert uh, 153398642 underscore 14 uh, with a Unix timestamp converter, you get June 28th. Um, Okay. And... It's like two months out? Yeah, and people were like, oh, so maybe we're going to get the new, the next album on June 28th. Um, And the second thing that happened was... They fucked around in kind of like the the site index and with different like additions to the the site address, and they found a hidden page. Okay. 
which was dmaorg.info slash found slash 15398642 underscore 14 slash clancy.html, which brought them to kind of the main hub page uh, of the ARG. Um, And it had just a bunch of weird stuff on it. Okay. Um, And all of the the dates on it the dates on like the the stuff there were typed very weirdly um they were typed like 01301 moon 08 <clears throat> okay um or like 01107 moon 08 uh and people eventually realized that they were real dates they just had to be deciphered so like 01301 moon 08 was january 8th uh 2013 okay um and 01107 moon 08 was july 8th uh 2011 um and someone made a website i'm trying to find it in this uh this chronological thread someone made a website where um you could see everything chronologically okay that had been posted to the website like they they resorted the posts to be in uh in chronological order cool let me try to find it okay i found it um so yeah, and uh, and some of the stuff on there was like, oh, weird pictures of birds, uh, that were like perched on a wall, I think. Yeah, like a weird picture of like a bunch of vultures perched on a wall. Captioned hmm. Death Eaters. Uh, there was like a picture of a of a kid like a extremely grainy picture of a child. Okay. Uh <clears throat> there was like a, a scanned document that said identified as failed perimeter escape by Dima Council, violation of section one five three nine eight six four two fourteen of Violist Code of Conduct. Okay. Um and I believe they also got an excerpt from uh, this character Clancy's journal. Okay. Um, which was like a, a typewritten scanned journal. Uh, and the first entry they got was Clancy's journal. The perplexities of the Dima horizon didn't occur to me until my ninth year. It was then that I began to contemplate the existential and decide what type of impression I wanted my life to make. Naturally, to fuel my hope, I looked out upon the distance of the land that had cultivated me, only this time with a new awareness of the obstruction that my youthful ignorance had allowed me to overlook. Was it there the whole time? How, how had I not seen something so obvious? I am reminded of this moment daily, as the realization directly collides with a unique hope for my own future. As a child, I looked upon Dima with wonder. Today, I am wrought with frustration as I spend each day squinting for a glimpse of the top of the looking wall that is looming wall that has kept us here. It was upon my ninth year that I learned that Dima wasn't my home. This village, after all of this time, was my trap. 
Before I, before I became realized, I had deep affection for Dima. There was a wonderful structure to the city that put my cares to rest. Streets and locations were dependable, and the responsibilities of the day seemed to be accomplished with minimal effort. Once a task was taught and understood, we delighted it in our ability to complete our obligations timely and felt secure in knowing tomorrow's duties would be accomplished with the same efficiency. We all worked to represent our bishop with honor and knew that each inhabitant of our region had a like-minded dedication to consistency. Um, and then it is slightly blurry towards the bottom. Okay. Uh... There's a name that is like slightly blurred out and it says embodied the, oh, the name is, hang on. I have to cross reference it with a map of locations that they got. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is surprisingly deep for being like two clues in. Oh yeah. There's, there's lore and shit. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah. So they also got like a map of this, of this, uh, city called Dima. Um, and I think the place that Clancy is from is called Keons. Yep, that's what it is, Keons. Um, Keons embodied the spirit of this decision of Dima's nine bishops. Keons was revered as unwavering and forthright, possessing the ability to achieve focus that was rare for most in our region. We all admired him and felt honored to be inhabitants of his region. While we had heard legend of the restlessness of other bishops, Keons possessed a stoic demeanor unlike anyone I had ever met, and we were all proud to serve. Um, And so along with that, they got... Um, this map that had the file name Severing Ties, um, okay. and the caption, get out, the compass lies, they don't control you, get out, the compass lies, they don't control you, get out, the compass lies, they don't control you, get out, the compass lies, they don't control you. So I got a hunch that the compass is wrong. <laughs> And that, once again, had uh, East is Up hidden in the caption. Okay, so we're looking at this sideways. Yeah. Uh, and and someone found when they saved the files to their computer that the files had different names than they did on the website. Um, hmm. the, the map was called Is Up. The failed perimeter escape scan was called Badge. The photo of the child was called Self, uh, and the journal was just called Clancy, and then, like, the, the moon date that it was dated okay. on the website. Uh, and so the map had a torn corner on it on the website, um, and they found that if you downloaded the image of the map... Um, and you, I think, put it through, like, Photoshop and kind of messed with the levels. Um, you could see that the corner had originally had a compass rose and a little logo that said Dima. Okay. Um, and there's a couple other notable things about the map. Um, Is this the map that I'm looking at now? Yes. 
the the journal entry also uh, has like a little handwritten note on it that says west wall is blocked east is up along the side um, and the map has a couple weird things uh, do you see those that set of uh, nine circles in the middle of it yes people wondered what was up with that uh, and they found out that um, if you turned the compass to the left or if you turn the whole map to the left so that east was up um, each one of them each one of those dots uh, corresponded with a song on blurry face because the album of the album cover of blurry face looks like I was going to say they were all records, but then I was like, no, that'd be foolish. (laughs) Turns out. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to, I know there's an image where they, they solved it. I just don't know where that image is. I was going to say, looking Um, at these now, I don't see. So the the way that they, I believe them. So the way that they solved it is really cool. I will uh, let me grab you a close up of uh, those circles. Okay. So they all have captions. Yes. Um, and they are the the sort of nine bishops of Dima. Okay. Um, but those captions also correspond to lyrics from the songs off of Blurry Face. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, um, so like the first one, which is Andre is, there's a lyric in one of the songs on blurry face that's and repeat yesterday's dance. So it steals the letters from oh, and repeat. okay. Uh, and Keon's is from a lyric, uh, on, in their song, heavy, dirty soul. That's choke on smoke. Okay. So essentially, they were able to um, match every single thi- every single song on Blurry Face to these nine bishops of Dima just by rotating uh, both the map and the album cover so that East was up. Okay. Cool. So what did that so just a, what did that just a, do for them? <laughs> uh, not much. It was just like a, a cool thing that they figured out. <laughs> Uh, there were also, like, some other cool, like, band-related Easter eggs in there. Like, the the moon dates on, like, the first couple images they found were the dates that the first three 21 Pilots albums came out, plus uh, Josh and Tyler's birthdays. Um, they figured out that Failed Perimeter Escape, abbreviated to FPE, which was also, like, a fandom abbreviation that like the the 21 pilots fandom used for themselves which meant like few proud emotional um okay and the uh the violation code that had like actually led them to this page 15398 mm-hmm. uh was the same uh order of the 
tracks from Blurry Face that in it was it was the tracks of Blurry Face in the same order that they showed up on like the little grid of the bishops, basically. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, and so the lore that they got from the journal entry was that there's this guy named Clancy. He lives in uh, this place called the Tower of Dima. Uh, he is trying to escape, and he lives under the the Bishop Keons. Okay. Um. And I think. Okay, no, they didn't. So that was the first. That was the first two days of this ARG, which was just kind of them puzzling over this uh, this map. They also were able, I think, to reverse search um, the image of the child that was supposed to be a photo of Clancy. Okay. Um, and they found out that it was a picture of a child standing next to Andre Wheel, who was a French mathematician uh, who formed a group of nine mathematicians who, quote-unquote, mathematically proved that God is real. I love ARGs because they're just like, does anyone have any weird, obscure mathematicians we could use? <laughs> does anyone have a pet mathematician that you want to add to something? Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> Great. Let's, let's load him in. <laughs> um they also found out um i think two days after all of their their kind of like map searching that if you tilt the compass so that east is up and place it over the center of the map uh there's a little notch in the compass that perfectly lines up with um one of the like districts of Dima hmm. on the map. Okay. Um and but weirdly it like wasn't the district that Clancy like says that he lives in. It was just like a random one. Okay. Uh but it but it kind of confirmed for them that uh that rotating the compass was what they were supposed to be doing. Right. Well cool. Uh they also found out that um, some of the images on the website had additional metadata, uh, and one of them had another moon date in it uh, oh. that was uh, 0090614. So, no clue what that is yet. <laughs> and then... A couple days later, the GIF that had originally linked them to this whole dmaorg.info website was taken off of uh, 21pilots' like, store page. Um, and people were like, well, is that it? What, what's going on? <laughs> uh, but, but then the site was still up, so... They were like, huh, weird. <laughs> I I guess they just, like, took the gif off for no reason. <laughs> um, and then about a week later, uh, slightly over a week later, they got a new update on the website, uh, which was another journal entry from Clancy. 
um, which was, To refer to Dima as my home has never felt accurate. Dima, to me, has simply been the place that I've existed or the slot they've put me in. I've heard stories about the idea of home, and its depiction has always seemed warm from the storyteller's description. There was a romantic ownership of the place they inhabited that I admired but could never relate to. This place, my place, however, seems devoid of the romance and wonder that the old stories tell. But somewhere beyond the iron order and fallible precision of Dima, a hum of wonder exists. It's this quiet wonder that my mind tends to get lost in. This hope of discovery alone has birthed a new version of myself. A better version, I hope, that will find a way to experience what's beyond these colossal walls. Hmm. Um, and there were missing letters in this entry that spelled out, You are still sleeping. Okay. And then... On May 31st, so that that was posted on May 9th, and then on May 31st, um, or on the 30th actually, there was a GIF added uh, that was a GIF, like a black and white GIF of a cheetah running uh, hmm. with letters flashing like super rapidly through like a string at the top. Okay. <clears throat> And they went frame by frame through the GIF and found out that the letters were actually two messages mashed into each other. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so one of the messages was, you still don't know his real name, do you? Uh, and then if you take out all of the odd letters that kind of were inserted between the words instead of spaces. Uh, it's spelled out Nico Nico. Okay. Um, and around that time... That's, that's one of the bishops? The people in the middle? Yes. Okay. I think so. Yes. Like, I know Nico's there. I just want to make sure that I'm... The, the, the yes, circles Nico in the is... middle are the bishops. The ones around them are yes. the... The, the districts. Yeah. And around that is the necropolis. Okay. And around that time, people also started theorizing that the seven eye photos that 21 pilots had put on their social media before their hiatus were actually tied into the ARG. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, because some of the songs that were referenced in the eye images were relevant to the ARG. Okay. It, it's kind of a ten, I, okay, it's like an extremely tenuous guess that they were making, but I kind of believe it. <laughs> almost <laughs> I, it's like it's very much a situation where it like could definitely be them seeing something that wasn't actually intended to be a clue right that's interesting uh because they were like oh one of the songs referenced in these pictures is called slow town and they put out this like really fast gif that we had to slow all the way down frame by frame <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, all right, that could be something, but it could also be nothing. 
Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> this really takes the uh, whole like hearing a song by your favorite band and being like, "This song's about me." It really takes it to another level. <laughs> it's it, it feels very much a case of like I've connected the two dots. <laughs> you haven't connected, connected shit. shit. <laughs> And so a month later, uh, in June, they found out that there were two new uh, 21 pilot songs registered uh, in, like, the the copyright database. And one of them was called Jumpsuit, and the other one was called Nico and the Niners. Interesting. Okay. Um, so just keep that in the back of your mind. And the same day, uh, the 21 Pilots started being active on social media again. Okay, welcome back, friends. <laughs> uh, they weren't actually posting anything, but they were like actively liking people's like Instagram posts and stuff. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then the next day... There was a new photo posted on the website uh, with a caption slash file name that said, Not my only friend. Hmm. Uh, And it is a photo of, yeah, like a bunch of people standing around at the top of like a, a cliff. Do you see the skull in the cliff or am I making that up? Uh... I think you're making that up. Like near dead center of the cliff, there's like two eyes and then a nose. Uh, I could see that, I guess. All right. Maybe I'm just, I'm glad, I'm glad (laughs) I'm not alone. But huh. Okay. Either way, I don't like this. I I don't like this photo. This is unsettling. Is it really? A little bit. I just, anytime I see a group of people on top of a cliff, I wonder like, who's going over like it just or like why are they looking down at me what are they plotting yeah that, that's fair uh this this um this ARG I was thinking as I was reading about it earlier reminds me a little bit of year zero in that it's like here's like a huge lore dump of like all of the backstory to the songs on this album and like it's set in a weird like possibly post-apocalyptic like <laughs> sci-fi fantasy universe mm-hmm. we need to cover year zero one of these days oh we do the problem with year zero is that it doesn't really have a plot it was just like they would discover a website that was like full of like enormous lore dumps about the universe and that would lead them to another website that was full of like <laughs> enormous lore dumps about the universe. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um <clears throat> and they found out that the file name of this image was also different from uh what the little file name said on the website was. Hmm. Uh and the file name was 2018 Okay. Um, and they went to that page.
page on the website, they went to uh, slash like 2018-5-14-3-8 slash clancy.html. Okay. Uh, and it gives you an audio file. Hmm. Which... Martin, is this going to spook me? Am I going to have to listen to another 21 Pilots song? <laughs> it is like a very brief clip from a song, but it's a little bit loud. It's like a brief, extremely distorted clip from a song. Okay, yeah. Um, which was like the the first that they, I think this is like the first clip they ever got to hear of the album. Well, sounds good so far. Yeah. Is this um. what these kids are calling music today, Marn? <laughs> Is this music? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they kind of confirmed that the the lyrics that Twenty One Pilot uh, pilots had posted before going hiatus did actually match up with the updates, uh, hmm. because the the photo that they had just gotten was called not my only friend which was a lyric from one of the songs that they had like posted a reference to in uh in the iPhotos okay uh so their um their connections had been kind of tenuous up until that but they were like oh this is like a very concrete <laughs> connection that we could make good <laughs> um Um, so yeah, so they found the audio, uh, I think they, they fooled with it for a little bit to try and make it less distorted to, like, try and figure out what it was, or, like, if it actually was 21 Pilots, so they were mm -hmm. like, yeah, probably it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I got OK Go to record just, like, a weird snippet for them. <laughs> they had to like pitch it up to figure out if it was like actually the lead singer's voice <laughs> um and they also figured out that uh 2018 uh when you do when you replace the numbers with letters uh with their corresponding letters in the alphabet you get trench okay the name of the album or the new one yeah they didn't know it at the time and they but... Yeah, but they figured out that it was intentional because if you go to the trench page on the website, it takes you to the same audio file okay. instead of a 404 error. All right, so we're getting places. Yeah. Um, and then on July 1st, 2018, uh, there were two updates to the website. Uh, one of them was a gif of a vulture turning its head uh called i.gif okay uh and the other one was another letter uh and the file name was sreaver.jpg okay um and the letter was another entry from clancy uh, it said, a lifeless light surrounds us each night. Never could I imagine that something so luminous could feel so dark. It's this glow that reminds us of the dreamless existence we've been sentenced to. But what I call a sentence, other accept as normalcy. 
How did they so efficiently eradicate the dreams within us? When the bishops instituted vialism as mandate, they effectively reversed the hope that many arrived with. Am I the only one who realizes that we've been lied to? Am I the only one not afraid of the notion that the nine have hijacked our trust and extinguished the hope that once motivated our existence? We used to close our eyes and picture a better life. Now this city is full of dry eyes, caught in a trance of obedience, devoid of any trace of an identity. The only significant light I've seen has been in the eyes of those smeared. Such a curious sight to see bright eyes strangled by the darkness of bishop hands. As their penance fades, so dims their memory of something more. My hope of something more is all I have in this rigid tomb, and I will not let it die. Hmm. Okay. You keep fighting the good fight. (laughs) And there was also another image added uh, further down on the website, which looked like this. Okay, it's like a a line. A yellow line (laughs) split. Is this a... So what says this a French fry, but doesn't look like it. It's a bunch of letters <laughs> written, uh, numbers written around it. What? Is it a French? No, fry? No, when it was zoomed out, it looked kind of like a kind of like a French fry. History will prove me right. The audience, audience, uh-huh. tweet at Marn if you think that this video, this image kind of reminds you of a French fry. That's <laughs> uh, at Corpse Survivors. That- <laughs> and they found that if you overlaid it on uh, the journal entry, it uh, highlighted certain letters. Um, the long vertical line uh, highlights the phrase, we are banditos. Okay. Um, and the kind of smaller highlight marks, um, they go over the letters that form the word trench okay so we know trench is playing a role like we we know it obviously but we're learning that trench is a thing worth paying attention to yeah we're well i the the phrase trench has now come up i think like three times so Mm -hmm. we there's something here um Okay, so the the highlight marks that correspond to Trench, uh, they were originally numbers, um, and if you overlaid those numbers onto the page, you got the uh, the letters that spelled Trench when you unscramble them. Okay. <clears throat> or I guess put the numbers in order, maybe. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so after that, uh, the the link to dmaorg.info returned to the 21 Pilot store page. Hmm. Like, over a day later. Okay. <clears throat> um, and people were like, what does this mean? Are they finished? <laughs> like, are they going to stop updating? Are they? I, I like how gonna keep updating? I like that every time something happens in this ARG, people are like, "Oh, I guess it's over." Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so people are like, "Well, they put the link back. Does this mean it's over?" 
But then two days later, it updated <laughs> with a new. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See you next album. Image. <laughs> so it updated with a new image just called Out. Out. Uh, and it was just a landscape. Okay. Yep, that's a landscape. Yeah. Uh, and people are like, oh, Clancy got out. Good for him. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> And then seven minutes later, another image was posted. Uh oh. That was another journal entry, uh, which says, "They're asleep. The mi- the night took forever to arrive, and now we're almost ready. We've studied the watchers and know that there's no chance that we can step through unnoticed. So instead of trying to hide ourselves, we'll make sure that all of us are noticed." It's been one year since the last convocation, and tomorrow's annual assemblage of Glorified will be the biggest spectacle this concrete coffin of a city has seen all year. If we time it right, we'll divert the attention of the watchers and finally take the step through. We've had no contact, but we're hoping the other side will be able to find a way in. We're not sure of the breach location, but we are willing to risk being smeared in order to find it. We know that we must go lower and wait for the torches. They've never seen anything quite like this, and by morning, everything will be different. I'm terrified and excited all at the same time. They don't control us. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and so people are like, oh, wild, like, something is going to happen tomorrow night, clearly. Shit's going down. Shit's going down. Um... And then the site almost crashed because of overwhelming amounts of traffic. (laughs) (laughs) You ever been so invested in ARG you DDoSed the game? (laughs) The next next update, like 30 minutes later in this Reddit thread is, I think the website's gone for good and lol. (laughs) It's yet another person being like, I guess it's over. <laughs> um, and then the same day, someone figured out that the uh, the ends of all of the lines uh, so um, there were like weird lines uh, on on this this journal entry from Clancy, and someone figured out that if you drew those lines like over the photo in a certain way, they highlighted the the letters "wake up." Okay. <laughs> and then they found out that uh. The whole web server had gotten taken down. Dear Lord. And uh, and they were like, what? They, what happened? Like they just pulled they up they gave us like big update and then they pulled the plug on the entire website. <laughs> <laughs> well, the watchers got them. <laughs> uh, and then it went back up around ten thirty uh, p.m. that evening. Uh, so it, it had been down from like for like five hours at that okay. point, uh, and it went back up, uh, and it had a GIF on it of some people carrying torches, hmm. uh, as was mentioned in the in the journal entry. 
Um, and the GIF was called They Can't See F3E300. Um, and people figured out that F3E300 is the hex code for yellow. Okay. They can't see yellow. All right. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then the next day they got, was it the next day? Two days later, they got a very, uh, interesting double update in which they got a extremely weird pixelated picture called 212.gif, um, that they apparently messed with and figured out that it was like a photo of a dead body lying on the ground or like like obviously a staged photo of a dead body lying on the ground um and the other one uh which went up uh, roughly 10 minutes later uh was a handwritten letter from clancy uh that was written on the back of the dead body photo if you like increase the contrast okay um The letter says, I've made it out. I feel weightless. I know that place had always held me down, but for the first time I can feel the, it's written in cursive and I'm having a really hard time reading it. (laughs) I can feel the something. You want to shoot it to me? I write in cursive, so I'm pretty good at translating. See, the problem isn't that it's in cursive. It's that it's a really bad scan. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's real crunchy. Yeah, I feel righteous. I know that place had always tied me down, but this, for this first time, I can feel the unity? I think it's levity? Levity that I had hoped for? I think so. Uh, it's been three nights now, and my something buttering. has... <laughs> it really does look like buttering. And my breathing has changed. It's slower okay. and more full. It's like the air out here is actually worth taking in. I can see it back in the distance, and I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't constantly on my mind. I wish I could turn that fear off, but maybe the farther I get, the less that fear will affect me. Yep, there we go. (laughs) I feel betrayed by what I assumed was home. If I ever end up back there, I won't be able to look at it the same way. They are asleep. They're so sure that they know the truth and carry on throughout their day with the same meaningless tasks. They've forgotten to look up and to look outward to understand this isn't about in there. This is about out here. This new world surrounds me. I need to... I used to think... used to think... I used to think the walls back home were massive. These green cliffs engulf me and place me right in the middle. Trench is quite precarious at times. And it's easy to grow weary... But it's real and it's true, and I'd much rather endure reality than to mindlessly be obedient to a life that someone else created for me. I've obsessed about the world for so long that it feels more like home than anything I've experienced. Somehow, in this vast openness, I feel more protected than ever. 
the landscape feels endless and I found myself walking for hours without any true evidence of getting further down but I've seen plants and colors and out here that I'm not sure I've witnessed before <laughs> there's a beauty in the strangest places and the curiosity of what's next continues to motivate me I wonder who else is out here. If what I assumed inside is true, there's got to be more like me. Sometimes sometimes I'll I'll feel a presence or think I see something in my periphery only to look up and see nothing. It's just another thing that I'm afraid of that also excites me. It all just confirms all of the things that I hope to be true for all of this time. I am out here and I am very alive. I'm sometimes scared, but always discovering something new and I will not stop. Cover me. This is wonderful and beautiful and touching. And I can't imagine Clancy any other way than wearing like a bright yellow morph suit. Yeah. He's like, time to get out. Strapping in all yellow. Like the the green (laughs) man from Always Sunny in Philadelphia or whatever his name is. (laughs) Oh my God. Time for Clancy's adventure. (laughs) Time for Clancy's adventure. (laughs) Yeah, I will say this is slightly more optimistic than Year Zero. Yeah, it sounds like it. Like, a lot of Year Zero is like, it's the apocalypse and everything is really shitty. And this is like, I was trapped inside this like horrible sci-fi tower town run by like <laughs> the bishops. weird fucked up bishops and now I'm out and everything's great <laughs> now what if a fucked up bishop prayed at you <laughs> so the next day uh 21 pilots tweeted on maine for the first time since their hiatus started a gif of a eye with some like weird video clips playing in it oh yeah oh it's a video there's noises oh there are noises i didn't realize huh this is weird it's really creeped me out because someone's walking by outside too the bishops are coming for me mark <laughs> I'm oh, not no. wearing any yellow. <laughs> fucked up bishops. <clears throat> um, and someone did a Twitter thread of slowing the video down. Okay. Um, and analyzing it. Um, and. The stuff they found was uh, there was a shot of a mountain, uh, the profile from a horse, uh, a another mountain, a fire, um, a filmed angle of like the dead body photo that they had found before, uh, the horse galloping with someone in a cloak riding on it. Uh, like a weird shot of something that might have been leaves or confetti and then just a cut to black okay 
Um, and they also got what ended up being, like, the the kind of new 21 Pilots logo for the era, which was just the same 21 Pilots logo, but in black and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat predictably. Uh, and yellow tape started appearing on their website. Uh, it was covering up the banner on their Twitter. It was covering up uh, the email listing sign on their website um and they realized that the the dead body photo being called 212 was a reference to the new 21 pilots logo because it's two vertical slashes and then a one horizontal slash and then two vertical slashes okay and is this a logo that we've seen before um, I feel like it was the same logo they had during Blurry Face, but I don't know if that's true. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay, so during during Blurry Face, it was just one vertical line and then a slash and then another vertical line, and then they changed it to add two more. Okay. I googled 21 Pilots logo. <laughs> Um, and then on the 10th, they made another tweet on uh, the 21 Pilots Twitter uh, that also had a video of the eye, but the eye was more open this time. Uh, and it had like actually audible music in the background. Okay. There's people tossing something over a cliff. Looks like confetti. Someone on the horse, maybe riding away. Is this another cult, Mark? Uh, there was maybe. some midsummer shit. Uh, there was also a website that was found that was NicoandTheNiners.com. Huh. Uh, that the background was all yellow, and I think it was determined to be a game jack. Like someone had just scooped up the the URL uh, as soon as the song titles were found. Um. <clears throat> But then on later on July 10th, uh, there were two new singles uh, released. Uh, and they were called Jumpsuit and Nico and the Niners, as the 21 Pilots fandom had figured uh-huh. out. <laughs> um, and the video for Jumpsuit uh, was about Glancy. Okay. I, I do like that the official uh, ARG summary also takes the time to note that these songs are both bangers. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but uh, Jumpsuit and Nico and the Niners are the both of the music videos take place like in in this canon of uh, Dima. Nico and the Niners is about uh, like the um the convocation and how clancy escapes from dima um and jumpsuit shows essentially what happens when he leaves okay um i'm gonna link you the jumpsuit video because i actually really like it and it's very interesting jesus christ 
Sorry, I had to watch a commercial for Pabst Blue Ribbon. Apparently, they're selling <clears throat> coffee. I can't tell if it's beer and coffee or just coffee in their can, but I can't imagine oh, beer no. and Pabst mixed together. Also, their new logo or their new like phrase is "Grapst yourself a Pabst." No, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm starting the video now. I'm also starting the video just because I want to watch it again. <laughs> I watched it earlier. I'd like to point out this guy barely has any yellow on him. <laughs> the bishop should definitely be able to see like seven eighths of that jacket. <laughs> God, the aesthetic of this video rules so uh-huh. much. For all of this aesthetic, it's wild that this is a song about a jumpsuit. Yeah! (laughs) I will say I liked my idea better of him running around in a yellow, like, morph suit. Morph suit, morph suit, cover me. Um... And so people eventually realized they were like, oh, a bunch of the like still photos and stuff on the website are are like really fucked up screen captures from this video. Yeah. Including like the people on the cliffs and the vulture and uh the the like dead body photo. Um and the Nico and the Niners video, I'm not going to make you watch, but he, I mean you you're free to watch it if you want to. Uh, but it is also, like, four minutes long. Um, it, it shows, like, the convocation and, like, Clancy breaking out. Um, but, uh, the lyrics are also, like, extremely relevant to the story of the ARG. Like, it directly says, like, Dima, Dima can't control us. And, uh, East, East is up. When the bishops come together, they will know that Dima don't control us. Interesting. I'm kind of looking through the video um, now as we're as you're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, so the lyrics like directly reference like the the story that was being told of the ARG essentially, okay. which is very cool. Yeah, interesting. This kind of reminds me of the uh, what was it? Um. The Harry Styles thing. Henry Styles, as I called him once on this podcast. The Henry Styles? Um, yeah, a little bit. Just in the, like, a lot of outside supplementary material that ended up being, like, about a music yeah. video. I think these do it in a much more, like, argy fashion. I think that one just looked like it was going to be an ARG, and then it wasn't, and people got yeah. upset. Yeah, and, like, people were really disappointed when yeah. it wasn't... Um, but I thought this was cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and they also found backwards audio in the beginning of the Nico and the Niners video that said, we are banditos. We will leave Dima and head true East. We denounced vialism. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the Twitter and the website updated to say that the album would be coming out on October 5th. Okay. And again, people were like, "This, so it's over, right? This is the <laughs> end? <laughs> uh, not so. 
uh, on the 18th, like a week later, uh, they the site updated again, uh, and there was a new letter from Clancy uh, that essentially was narration of what happens in the jumpsuit video. Uh, it says, I can't believe what I just saw. I'm, tr- I'm still trying to understand. This whole time I was sure that I was all alone, a single soul in this vast unknown world. But a few days into this trek, I looked down to see a f- figure headed the same way I was. I've tucked myself in these caves and crevices, trying my best to keep hidden, but he was out in the open making his exhausted journey right down the middle of Trench. I was curious enough to follow alongside the path with him. He seemed unaffected by the fear of the unknown, the fear that tends to cripple me. To him, the terrain seemed familiar, as if he had been out here before. While lost in my curiosity, they appeared. I had heard about them back in Dima, but to my knowledge, the stories were merely myth. Ten, twenty, and then what seemed to be a hundred banditos appeared upon the cliffs, all looking down at him. He only stopped for a moment to look up at them, and then continued on his way. His energy changed, and I wasn't sure if he was frightened or encouraged by their ominous presence. They warned him of what was about to come. It was a blur, first seeing the figure, then the banditos, only to now have my eyes open to the oncoming bishop upon a white horse drawing closer in the distance. The figure halted and waited when the bishop stopped. I was sure he looked up directly at me, so I hid deeper back in a cave. The presence of the robed rider seemed to paralyze the man. He stood still as he was approached, powerless as the outstretched hand smeared his neck. I had, lever- I had never seen a bishop possess power like this. Keon's had always seemed gentle and warm. This bishop, at least out here, seemed like something else. So I ran, and I've been running for as long as my legs and lungs can handle. Maybe this note will be my proof that what I witnessed was not a dream. A million questions raced through my brain, and I- am I not the only one traveling through Trench? I'll travel a little further, and maybe I'll get a moment of rest tonight. I may have made a mistake leaving the spot between two places. Uh, oh, I may have made a m- mistake leaving. This spot between two places is beginning to feel like an endless and hopeless abyss. At least Dima is a place that I know, and at times like this, I miss a lot about what I know. This will all be much tougher than I imagined. Nothing out here is familiar. I've witnessed the presence of others for the first time today, and I feel more alone than ever. That's really cool. Poor Clancy. Um, so, th- so, th- so they did find out that the, uh, the person in the jumpsuit video was confirmed to not be Clancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like in the cliffs <laughs> when the jumpsuit video just was happening. Another he was like, dude just hanging out over there. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, and then the Nico and the Niners video actually came out a couple weeks later. Um, and so that was, it showed them, like, what Dima actually looks like. Uh, the, the like, diversion and the people, the banditos coming in with the torches and escaping Dima. Um, and then the... Um, the description of the video said part two of three, so they were like, oh, okay, we're going to get, like, a, a third video in this in this series. Um, and they eventually did... Um, which was the video for Levitate, uh, which I watched earlier, and it isn't really anything super plot relevant it just shows more of like the banditos setting stuff on fire (laughs) okay um 
and people were like, "What? What is like the timeline of this? This doesn't make a whole lot of sense." Because like at the at the end of uh, Levitate, you like see one of the bishops also kidnap one of the banditos, and people are like, "What is like the timeline of these videos? <laughs> like, does this come before Nico and the Niners? Because like." Nico and the Niners obviously comes before Jumpsuit, like, because we know that from the air. Right. Um, and then they got one final Clancy letter, uh, kind of before the website stopped updating, uh, which was... I can't face this page for long enough to write what I'm truly feeling. I am only wrought with more questions. Questions about what I assume to be true, questions about what my own path is, and the question that has plagued me every night that I lie here, back in back in the city. Did I give up? The force I saw between him and his bishop seemed tense to me and frightening, but the memory of that exchange has had time to fester and replay in my mind long enough that I am questioning if I even remembered it correctly. I assumed the bishop was forcefully retrieving his subject, but now I wonder if the bishop was actually trying to save him and he refused. I stayed out there for five days after I watched it happen. I haven't seen him since. Maybe he got away and was still out in trench with me. Maybe the bishop chased him down and brought him home. Home? Did I just call this place home? After all of the endless beauty that I saw out there, am I now convincing myself that I'm actually better off within these confines? I admit it was more difficult than I expected. Nothing could have prepared for how much the unknown can consume me. Vast landscapes and endless possibilities, yet coupled with endless danger. I became anxious. I became tired. I became hungry. Every step I took became harder than the last, jumping from jagged rocky step to step or pulling myself through thick forest. It all became debilitating, and I was sure that I couldn't go on. Kian's approached as the sun rose one morning. I wasn't scared. I was relieved. After all that he had taught me, his presence was the most comforting moment that I had in days, and I couldn't help but be happy to see him. In true Kian's fashion, he wrapped his arms around me, then put his hands under my face, looked me in the eyes, and said, Clancy child, let's go home. I've been here for a few weeks now, and while the routines of this world are comforting and certainly easier than life out there, my mind keeps bouncing between the two places. Which one is home? Are the bishops protecting me? And the torches upon the hilltops dangerous, or is it the other way around? My dreams pull me from world to world, and I feel lost in between all of it. There is still so much I do not understand. Hmm. I wasn't expecting. Hmm, indeed. Huh? Hmm, indeed. I wasn't expecting Clancy to start both sidesing the bishops and being free. <laughs> <laughs> Clancy becomes a centralist. <laughs> it's see the the I I don't have much to say here is the thing because I'm like okay I get Clancy's interested and curious and wondering what to do here but like there's not much to grab onto I'm like just go Clancy. All I really know is that there are bishops and they seem to have control and maybe magic finger powers. I don't know what's up, but like you should get out of there. There's also a bunch of fucked up letters in this uh, this journal entry and I'm wondering if they mean anything. Hmm. 
but it does not say in the Reddit thread. Hey. I wish that it did. Uh Yeah. Okay, so the the letter spell so deep N E D B A U. Uh and people theorize that N E D stood for Never Escape Dima. Okay. Uh and I don't know if they figured out what B A uh stood for. Bon appetit. <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> okay. So is um, this the last thing they found? Yeah, this was the last uh this was the last thing that went up, uh, and it was it uh I think it was slightly after uh, everything else hmm. happened. Okay. Yeah, this is this is it went up in like 2019. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> huh. So on one hand, uh, I want like I feel kind of bad that Clancy just like went back and was like, well, I guess I'll stay here now. This place feels like home again. This is cool. Um, on the other hand, I don't really like have a real taste for why he left in the first place, so it's hard to like care, I guess. That feels a little too strong to say, yeah. but it's <laughs> Okay, have fun, Clancy. <laughs> um Yeah, it's 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 weird cuz like if you watch the um the nico and the niners video it is it is like whoa they're living in like post-apocalyptic shit town Mm -hmm. but like it's very hard to get a sense of that from the air yeah it's it's hard to i don't know it's hard to care about a protagonist that also doesn't seem to care like he's curious but not like worried i guess so it's hard to really like I don't know, want to help him escape or to truly care about the fact that he did escape if I don't really know what he's escaping from. Yeah. Other than, like, generic bad times trademark. Yeah, it's, like, a cool tie-in to, like, the lore of the album. Yeah, like, it's a neat way to advertise a, uh, a concept album, but it's... I don't know, not a concept album I think has a lot of a lot of depth. Yeah. I think the concept is kinda of, what if a fucked up bishop looked at you? <laughs> it, it kind of is. It's kind of like, hey, here's like this complex fantasy world we've built for this like album <laughs> that we wrote. For two music videos. Uh, yeah, for like three music videos. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I think I think all of the uh, all of the songs on the album thematically fit into uh, the the universe that they like created. Okay, and maybe 
maybe the problem is that I'm seeing like the first half of something that gets paid off with the album that I just don't know. So I I could see that being a thing. But yeah, as it is, I just I want I want to want to care about Clancy. Yeah. I'm on like genius.com like the lyric genius page for trench and there's like so much more lore here than there was on like the literal subreddit page for the ARG that I was reading off of <laughs> oh no uh, do we need to do part two next week <laughs> <laughs> the story revolves around a character named Clancy who must escape a walled city called Dima the city is ruled by nine bishops whose names are Andre, Liston, Keons, Nico, Resdro, Scarver, Nils, Vitomo, and Listo one of these videos can one of these bishops can be seen in the music video for Jumpsuit. The bishops keep the people of Dima in line by removing hope through a religion they invented called Violism, which can be heard in the reversed intro of Nico and the Niners. Eventually, Clancy joins with a group of individuals who call themselves Banditos. The Banditos work together to help free people from the group of Dima and its bishops. They use the color yellow and the slogan East is Up to guide people to freedom. Although the task is dangerous, the walls are high and not all who try to survive and not all who try survive. With the help of the banditos, Clancy, and with the help of the banditos, Clancy escapes from Dima. In a metaphorical sense, Dima represents mental illness. On the DMA org website, the city is repeatedly compared to a Zoroastrian tower of silence, where the dead are left to rot. This underscores the severity of mental illness and the urgency of escaping from it. The high walls of Dima represent the great challenge that is overcoming depression, and the bishops are the manifestations of depression. Huh, okay. Uh, Vialism represents the mentality of a depressed person, hopeless and isolated. The term most likely comes from the word vile, a small container. To be a follower of vialism means not seeking help for mental illness, feeling alone and hopeless as a result. The banditos are people who have escaped depression and are reaching out to those who are still suffering the bandita slogan east is up is repeated as a constant reminder that the sun will come up soon and they will feel better in the morning in a similar vein the banditos use the color yellow as a reference to the color of sunlight okay this is all very cool this is all very cool <laughs> i wish i had <laughs> i wish i was more tuned into this from the, the arg and the, the stuff building around it I guess it's yeah. Love what. Go ahead. <laughs> love when there are themes. Yeah, and shit. I, I guess it's hard to like take subtext from just the table dressing of like setting up for the album, but like this all seems really cool, and I wish I wish there was more. I, I wish we had more specific stuff laid out in the in in the game that like let its way to let it play out in the album and stuff. Like, in the videos and album and everything. Yeah. Oh, man. If you go to the uh, the Lyric Genius pages, they, like, tell you what the plot of each song is. This rules. <laughs> I love LyricGenius.com. <laughs> oh, there's a song on the album called Banditos. Okay. We probably should have listened to the album, huh? I'll be real, this is not my favorite 21 Pilots album. I have listened to some of their albums. I like Blurry Face a lot. I do not like Trench very much. <laughs> is it is it it's, the is it this concept stuff that 
doesn't do it for you or no it's not the concept stuff it's just like a completely different well i don't want to say completely different it's a different sound from blurry face and i don't like sure it as much. i get that um but you know what i do like What's that? their new single that we're about to talk about <laughs> <laughs> good transition marn <laughs> thank you so what's what what's this new single that they did they did a a puzzle that led to it so they didn't actually do a puzzle that led to it they did a puzzle uh after the single had already come okay. out hang on i'm closing 800 million tabs. <laughs> I accidentally went through and opened too many. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um back in April. Okay. Uh they Twilight Pilots like released a new single, uh, with like extremely little fanfare. Uh they were like, Hey I wrote like we wrote the song in quarantine, like we filmed this whole video in our houses during quarantine. Uh it's essentially like a song about quarantine oh. and it it's really okay. good like it legitimately bops yeah send it my way gotta watch an ad for raid legends but uh basically the way they filmed it was they passed a usb drive back and forth and like one of them would film a little bit of the video and then they would mail the usb back hell yeah okay i did listen to this one earlier today and I did think yeah. to myself, like, oh, it's weird to listen to this guy sing about, like, a quarantine or feeling like a quarantine while yeah. I'm in a quarantine. Turns out it literally is about this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a link here for a level of concern, never ending music video. Okay, so we're going to get to the number. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, this is an official thing. I thought that someone just set this up. Okay, I'm Mm -hmm. interested. Okay, so we got a... This is the most recent thing we've ever covered. Tell me about our quarantine song, Marn. Yeah, this this literally happened last month. So, um, June 12th, they opened up a part of their website that you could input codes into. uh, And they did a 24-hour weird live stream start here lock 61 220 2012 lp okay is there anywhere in particular in this 20 minute video i should jump to uh not really so essentially they did a live stream that was this 20 minute video looped uh for 24 hours um and uh the the description has a link to usb.21pilots.com uh which is a website that still exists uh where you can input codes okay there was did you hear the the narration in the uh in the video i did a little bit okay uh the so there's i think narration later in the video as well uh, and it, it gives you like a, a fake phone number to call. Uh, there's like a, a phone call later in the video that says, hello, if you're receiving this message, you most likely are currently experiencing level of concern. We thank you for your participation and interest. We have hidden codes all around the internet for you to unlock new levels. Eat, 
Each level contains elements that could possess a clue to proceed to the next level. That is, only if you are savvy enough. We guarantee that this game is certainly madness, happiness, paranoia, and fun. Good luck, and that concludes our session. Thank you, have a pleasant day. Um, and you, so I think, oh, so it actually was a phone number you Mm -hmm. could call and you would hear that audio as well. Um, or you could go, uh, the phone number was also a website and you can go there, uh, and listen to the audio of, uh, the phone call on there. Um, and so people were like, oh, they put this like weird USB page up on the website. Like if we put the codes in, it will probably unlock mm-hmm. stuff. And so the phone message has a like a a faint whisper at the end that says it's hidden in the static. Uh, and the way that they found the first code was if you watch through the live stream at one point, uh, one of the codes comes up on the television okay. screen. Um, and each of those codes, uh, when you put them into the website, uh, you got a, like, a little mp3 file that told you, I think it was each code, maybe some codes you didn't get anything for, um, you got a little mp3 file that was just, like, level one, level two, etc., and it was like literally just like a guy saying like level one, level two. <laughs> okay. Uh, but some of the, um, some of the MP3s had like stuff hidden in the metadata uh, that they found out later. Um. So code two, uh, they got from the hint we have hidden codes all around the internet for you, and people found that a user by the name of Level Concern had posted on Twitter, uh, on the 21 Pilots, Reddit, and on Instagram, uh, the three different components of the code. So each code was a LOC dash three numbers dash another three numbers dash like a five character alphanumeric Okay, that's what we have on uh, the YouTube page too. Yeah. I do, I do want to point um, out, um, with what we were saying at the beginning of the episode, um, they said we've hidden clues all around the internet for you. And what they meant was Reddit, Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, and Twitter. Those are three of the four well, websites that exist. Hold um, on. Am I about to be shot? Am I about I- to be <laughs> shot? Am, am I shooting myself in the foot just with like... <laughs> So the third code was found in the live stream chat on okay. YouTube. And the fourth code was found in the live stream chat on Twitch, where they were also live okay, streaming. Okay, so also YouTube and Twitch. I'm just getting more at, like, this is what we were talking about earlier in the episode, where it's like, there are four websites now. Like, <laughs> we hit them all over the internet on all four websites that exist. I don't know. That that's or wait. That's more what I'm getting at with what we were talking about before, about how, like, the walls around ARGs have gone up, and so they're a lot more like self-contained and localized these days, which is a bit odd. 
Yeah, and then I think later they found out that uh, the third code also shows up on screen during the live stream, and people just had assumed that it was in the chat because people were posting it in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then... So, so some of the USBs just contain, like, different files. They were just, like, random images uh, that were, like, named random things. They all had, like, the MP3s that said, like, level one, level mm-hmm. two, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so one of the images in the, the first couple drives was called zoom.jpg. Uh, and they found that if you paused at a certain point in the live stream video and zoomed in on the image that was on the TV screen, there were little tiny letters and numbers hidden in the TV screen. Hmm. Cool. Um, and I think that was also like the image that they, one of the images that they like got a JPEG of as well. Uh, code six, uh, they got an image that said underneath the surface.jpg. Uh, and gave them a QR code. Uh, the QR code take uh, will take you to the original level of concern music video. Um, and when you go to the point in the video where he says the lyric underneath the surface and you turn closed captions on, the code is in the closed captions. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, the, next, the next clue they got uh, from from that drive from the code six drive uh led them to code seven it was a word find called 16 words at jpeg uh and the the words all had to do with like 21 pilots songs and albums obviously uh and once you had crossed all of those off uh the remaining characters gave you the code uh for the next level cool that's really cool yeah the next one was a video called heterogram.mp4. Uh, it had a mixed up code and also a line of text that said bad old mix yurts. Uh, and people realized that they could rearrange those words to spell the word ambidextrously. Uh, and if okay. you moved the characters in the code on the bottom along with the letters on the top, uh, you would get the correct code. Hmm. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Uh, the next one they got was a video called video.mp4. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it had text in the video that was kind of gibberish plus a left-facing arrow. Uh, they figured out that they had to type the gibberish text one key to the left on the keyboard. Okay. Uh, the next one they got uh, was a file called shortwaves.mp4, which had Morse code in it, uh, which gave them the code. Uh, they got another video called words.mp4, uh, which gave them a code that uh, initially appeared to be gibberish. It would be like two letters and then two numbers or two letters and then three numbers they realized that the letters were initials for 21 pilot song names uh and the numbers were either line word character or line word so like um 
SO572 was stressed out, line five, word seven, letter two. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Like a song um, cipher. I like that. Yeah. And the next one was they got a piece of audio they had to put through a Hellschreiber machine, which I don't know what that is, and I'm going to look it up. <laughs> the Hellschreiber Hell sounds like something invented for the Blitz. Like, yeah. yes, unleash the Hellschreiber. Uh, the Hellschreiber is a teleprinter system developed in the late 1920s by Rudolf Hell, a German inventor. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine being named Rudolf Hell? Even more than that, being like, great, time to become an inventor and name everything after myself. Rudolf Hell! Who? Uh, so... It is just like a an audio decryptor thing where you like feed the audio through it and it uh decodes it for you, I guess. Uh, I for the record, under- sorry, I got one more in me. Uh, Rudolph Hell is where you go <laughs> when you don't let uh, the little weird ones play reindeer games with you. Oh my god, Andrew, no. Sorry, go ahead. I I just had to I I had to say that before the time was gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so they so they got that and they got the code out of that. Uh, the next one was a image called clue.jpg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which told them to go to I need you to tell me where I'll write tell me where okay.com and put in the password level concern, uh, which takes you to a little computer terminal. Uh that says what is your name and then you put in your name and it says i am looking for keyword one keyword two and keyword three keyword one is when what h becomes before it emerges as an o keyword two is the longest diagonal keyword three will be posted by password when you have all three come back here and enter them in order separated by spaces good luck um Hmm. and they realized that uh the first one which is uh, what H becomes before it emerges as an O, uh, was chrysalis. Um, because I, I think they had gotten images named H and O, and one of them was a caterpillar and one was a butterfly. Uh, the longest diagonal they figured out referred to the word find that they had done. So that was blurry face, which is the longest diagonal in the word find. Okay. Uh, and the uh, the third keyword they figured out was indoctrination because it said keyword three will be posted by password. Uh, and the password was level concern. Uh, and the user level concern posted letters on Instagram, Twitter, and in YouTube uh, that when you descrambled them spelled indoctrination. Okay. Uh, code 14, uh, they got a image called i.jpg, and they found out that opening it in a text editor gave you a big set of coordinates in the middle of it. Uh, and when they, they went to look at those coordinates in uh, Google Earth, uh, it looked like letters. Oh, 
That's very cool. It is extremely neat. That's so cool. LOC is at 118. Excuse me. 118397900 VPI. Cool. Yep. Um and the next Oh, it's one right got... in the top corner. That's great. Yeah, it's right in the top I, corner. I didn't even see that. I was just looking at this this buildings. <laughs> this is cool. Uh, and the next one they got was a MP3 of a number station, uh, and they translated the uh, the audio, uh, the numbers read in audio from decimal, and they got the code, uh, code sixteen. They got a weird video uh, to solve that was like a slow motion video of a flower that had a bunch of random words flashing on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, it was a bunch of tiny clips of a flower and they had to put them in order and they all had different random file names and also different random words that flashed on the screen. And they had to write out all of those videos uh, and they whoa what the fuck how did they solve this I'm looking at the explanation I can't figure it out <laughs> those are my favorite puzzles we run into I know um, what while you're figuring that out um, I when when quarantine first started, I made a tweet as a joke that was like, "Oh no, you're locking ARG creators in their home with nothing else they can do for months. Like the 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 puzzles that are going to come out of this are going to be insane. You don't know what yeah. you're doing." Yeah. I didn't realize that the people that were going to take me up on that would be 21, 21 pilots. pilots. Also, oh, they... I keep wanting to say Stone Temple pilots, and I know that that's in a very different band. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I super don't understand how they solved this. It's something to do with Roman numerals? Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. Um, so each video, I think, had Roman numeral, like a, a specific Roman numeral attached to it. Uh, and when they put the videos in order, they also put the roman numerals in order uh and they essentially used those roman numerals as like a number letter cipher to get like the loc uh and then the the number code and then the last couple letters they did like the az cipher again wild it is wild uh Code 17 was a spectrogram uh, that had a bunch of symbols in it. Uh, and they had slowly been building up this, like, symbol, this, like, original symbol code from files they had been getting in, like, the previous quote-unquote USB drives that they had been putting in. Okay. So they used that that alphabet to decode the spectrogram and get the code uh 18 
was a letter grid called no dashes.jpg where you had to draw a line from one corner of it to the other like a an unbroken line uh and the amount of symbols within so <laughs> this one is also very complicated it's a grid and you have to draw a line from one corner to the other but the amount of symbols that are within the square that you stop on are how many spaces you can move in a specific direction. Um, okay. So they had to like puzzle out how to get from one corner of this grid to the other while under those rules. And hmm. then once they did that, they translated all of the symbols that the line touched and they got the code. Cool. I'm I'm not sure I'll fully understand without like seeing it Here, and like, I can, working uh, it around I in my can, brain a bit, but that sounds really cool. I can cool. show you a picture. Huh. Yeah. All right. I would not get this, but good work team. Yeah. Props to this like one person on Twitter who made like really nice graphics for the solution to each puzzle <laughs> yeah we definitely need to include a link uh in the show notes to them can you send me just their twitter account yeah here i'll just send you the thread that i'm uh oh perfect I'm working off of uh they are spark underscore visuals on uh on twitter shout out to spark underscore visuals thank you so much yeah um I've I actually have had this thread bookmarked since the uh the like puzzle hunt was happening because I knew that I wanted to cover it at some point. Uh code nine. Uh they got some sheet music with a code at the top that translated to hip al fresco, uh, which is an anagram for sulfa cipher. Okay. Um, and the sulfa cipher is a musical code uh, that turns words into musical melodies. Hmm. Neat. I didn't know that existed. I want to check that out. I also didn't know it existed uh, until today. Um, so they ran this sheet music through a sulfa cipher decoder and they got a code. Cool. And the last one was like incredibly complicated, and I don't completely understand how they uh they got to it. Okay. Uh, they they had a file called readme.jpg. Uh, that had a message in symbols that said, go to the source. Also, the symbols are a little bit like Bionicle language in that I've been looking at them for several <laughs> minutes and now I think I can kind of read them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing that I'm not proud of, but it's on my resume. I, I say bilingual and they say, oh, great. What do you, what other language do you speak? And I say, well, I read Bionicle very well. <laughs> I played an ARG and now I can read it on site. Uh, but the, the, uh, the, the symbol said, go to the source, uh, and they went to usb.21pilots.com and they found a hidden CSS file called page.min.css, uh, which contained a extremely large encrypted string. 
Huh. Uh, they decrypted it and got a message in Braille. Wild. Uh, and they converted the Braille to text and got, well done. The hive mind is very powerful. Unfortunately, the last puzzle is the hardest and leads to something special. You might want to keep the final code to yourself. Please come back on 6-15-2020 at 12 p.m. EST and begin the final journey. Thank you for your participation. Good luck. The final code is self-actualization. And so they found... So they also found that in the audio of the person saying the level numbers uh, for each one, for each level... There were almost always phrases hidden in the metadata. Um, So the first one had the phone number. uh, The fourth one had LOC. uh, Level six had it's getting harder. Level seven seven had we are watching. uh, And some just had like lyrics to the songs. Uh, 11 said, do you know who is behind this? 12 said, say it with me. It only gets harder from here. Uh, 13 said, you look nice today. (laughs) Uh, 14 said, is this the way it ends? Uh, 17 said, wait for it. Level 19 said, wonder where you live. Um, And then code 20. um, So they found the braille. They found the message that said, like, come back on the 15th, whatever. Um, They came back to the CSS file on the 15th, uh, and they found a new piece of text uh, hidden in the page. Um, And it was encoded in three different ways. Um... One of them was in base 16, I think, uh, and said, keyword one, shed fall mark tight. Uh, the second line was in hexadecimal and translated to keyword two, shock taste shave math. Uh, the third line was Caesar cipher and said, keyword three, power wash storm child. Oh, there's a fourth line that was in rail fence cipher Hmm. um, that translated to keyword for sidewall ball proof. Uh, And people realized that uh, they had to figure out what the common thread was between all of those words in the keywords. Okay. So, like, they f- they figured out that uh, shed, fall, mark, tight, the keyword was water, uh, because water, shed, water, fall, water, mark, sure. water, tight. Sure, okay. Uh, and then keyword two was after, uh, three was brain, and four was fire. Uh, and they were like, well, we don't know where to enter keywords, because, like, we can't do that on this website. But then we were like, oh, we went to the other website. Uh, I need you to tell me we're all right. Tell me we're okay. Dot com. And that has a computer terminal where we can enter keywords. Um, And so they went there and they entered the words. When you enter the words, it gives you binary, uh, which gives you a 
set of numbers uh, that turned out to be T9. Uh, it's a very weird version of T9 where instead of putting the number multiple times, uh, it puts like 4x2 telling you to pre- just like press 4 twice. Okay. Um, but when you translate it from T9, uh, you get what you seek will be found underneath the surface finale.jpg. Uh, and if you go to usb.21pilots.com slash underneath the surface slash finale.jpg, uh, you get the image of a 21 Pilots logo overlaid with some of the uh, code symbols representing the numbers 1 through 14. Uh, and there's also a 14 by 19 grid in the background of the image. Um, hmm. <clears throat> and... If you overlaid all 19 codes that they had already gotten in the grid mm-hmm. uh, and then took the squares with the symbols that had the numbers 1 through 14 and placed them in order, they gave the 20th code. Wild. Uh, and it led people to a website that let them input their name, mailing address, and Twitter handle. Um, But they eventually changed it just to show a congratulations message. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if anyone actually got, like, a reward or anything from doing that. Hmm. If you're listening to this and you played in this, please let us know what happened, because I if if you if you want to because i'm very i always want to know what people get from args that's i know that like i don't play args because of a prize or anything like that but i do want to know what the prizes are yeah that's really cool Uh, and there was there was also a message that said uh thank you slash congratulations while this feels like the end it most certainly is not we still have a few surprises up our sleeves Mark your calendar for 6-22-2020. This time it's not about us, it's about you. Uh, and on 6-22-2020, the never-ending music video for Level of Concern uh, livestream went up. Um, and it is a constantly updating music video for Level of Concern that updates with fan-submitted content. Yo! Maybe that's what uh, the prize like, was. No, because you could still submit to it. Like oh, they have oh, a, oh, cool. A, they have a, a thing on their website, and every three minutes and 40 seconds, it plays a completely new version of the video. Wow. With fan-submitted content. That's so cool. It's so cool. Hell yeah. That's really awesome. It's extremely cool. Making quarantine a little more bearable. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's a it's hosted on YouTube, but they have like a page on their website where you can actually uh, go and submit your stuff to it. That's super cool. cool. Well, hell yeah! Um, hell yeah! Do we want to go ahead and start rating these games? Yeah, let's do it.
Hey, I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah. of them. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship born on a pilot ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We can make a board game about it. Okay, I... Do we want to take these individually or separate them out into two separate things? Uh... Maybe... Separate them? Sure. I feel like they're definitely both very short, but mm-hmm. they are both, like, extremely different things as yeah, well. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So how do you feel about the story of... Uh, I guess we'll call it Trench. Uh, big fan. Yeah, I, the aesthetics are on point. I love the lore, love the aesthetics. I want to play the RPG set in this world. Where you are like banditos trying to escape from the bishops. I'm, I'm very Uh. interested in, I love, uh, the things that they set up in those. And I, I love the, the iconography that they use in the music videos. I think it's all really cool. I wish it was more meat gonna, on the bones, though. I'm going to write that for Record Collection Jam next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, gonna... I, I, I like it a lot, but I, I wish there was a little more, um, like, more meat. There's more, I wish there was more of a directed plot in the setting or more to, like, sink my teeth into. Because as it is, it's kind of just, like, a person looking around, you know? Yeah. But I like it. <laughs> I like it too. Uh, maybe like I'm 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 like a six. I yeah I would give it like a seven. You're a seven? Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Um, I guess there isn't really a story for the uh, the levels of concern one. No. Yeah, that's. It's not really a story. Yeah. I mean, the story is like we wanted to give our fans something fun to do in quarantine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that kind of like open, like, hi, we made an ARG. Here you go. Um, <laughs> that works for me. Like, <laughs> it's not quite a, it's not a, a plotted story, but I, you know, it works. It, it does enough. It's probably like a zero, but like, still, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um,. Well, then what do we think about the puzzles i feel like both of these uh, are like a 10 right yeah yeah definitely like these... i i really like the uh the like central like website updating mechanic that they seem to stick with and like mm-hmm. different semi-simple but still like mysterious puzzles yeah i i like um, I, I, the puzzles all seem pretty well thought out. Very, they're all very clever. Um, and they're very, 
I like I like the levels of concern one, how they have like a unified direct goal from each puzzle that goes through. I think part of that's more um, kind of directed since you know, like, great, we are solving to find the next level of entry or whatever. But um, I, I, I like how they are, how they have each puzzle set up to give a solution that when you, when you, I feel like when you, when you know a solution ahead of time, it gives you more, um, more room to go deeper in with the puzzle mechanic itself. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but does that make any sense? Uh, yeah, it makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're looking for this certain string of keys, you know, when you haven't gotten there yet, which means that you can like let the puzzle breathe a bit longer, which I like. Um, and I think that these puzzles are really smart and really cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're, they're very neat. Uh, and they, the, uh, the level of concern ones are very cool in that, like, I feel like we talked about this last time where you like kind of know what the solution is going to be every time. So it let them get a little weird with it. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, when people see what the answer is, it's like they're going to instantly know. Yeah, exactly. Like, that they've hit the right solution. Exactly. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that um, that approach toward collective puzzle making. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, perfect 10. Nice work, gang. Um, how do you feel about the replayability of the game? Uh, well, level of concern, you can still replay because the website's still up and you can still, like, put the codes in. Yeah, you could still add to the <laughs> the never-ending music video. Yeah. So it's still, in some ways, ongoing. So <laughs> there you go there. Um, what about uh, Trench? I mean, the, the website is still up. Like, you can still get to everything mm-hmm. and, like, solve the puzzles on your own. It's just that, uh kind of during the game they were getting these updates very parceled out like one or two a month uh and if you go to the website now it's just like all there at once sure yeah that checks out yeah we get that a lot um so what like a like a a six for trench and like a 12 for (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) cool um and then i guess fun how do you feel about the fun of these games i think these are super fun yeah i i like both of these a lot i i'm always i I, it's probably the like kid that went to catholic school for a couple years in me but anytime that you invoke like uh catholic iconography into uh any kind of like mysterious mystery i'm i'm in um, it's just, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in. So creepy bishops and banditos, uh, trying to escape a post-apocalyptic city. I'm, I'm in. Oh, the fucked up bishops are so cool. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I love it a whole lot. Um, and then the, the, the levels of, what is it? Concern. Levels of concern. Thank you. And then the, uh, the levels of concern, I mean, it's a it's a, a mindless not mindless. It's a fun escape from quarantine. A way to make you feel mindless as you're focusing on something else instead of uh, the world around you. So, at it's not like it's presenting a fun premise and moving forward. But like, what more do you need? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Twenty one pilots. Hats off to you. Maybe I'll listen. Yeah. I'll listen to your music now. <laughs> I do, 
I do genuinely like levels of concern a lot. Like it's it's a bop. I I had never listened to it until today, and I I liked it. Uh, I need to check them out more. Yeah, uh, a lot of the songs off Blurry Face are good. Um, I like. I have to open up Spotify <laughs> to see what tracks are actually on Blurry Face, so I don't sound like a rube <laughs> and like name a track that absolutely is just like on one of their other albums. <laughs> something by another band yeah uh oh yeah i I like a heavy dirty soul a lot i like the judge i like stressed out even though it got like so much radio play that i went through a period of like never being able to like never wanting to hear it again (laughs) (laughs) um yeah their music's good their their album from uh that they did before blurry face is also very good has some good tracks on it Level of Concern is just, like, a very good quarantine bop, I think. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, well, with that, do we want to get into any... Uh, and get... Well, with that, do we want to get into recommendations? Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Uh, Marn, what have you been up to this week? I gotta tell you, I have not been up to much this week. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I have a friend of the show and Skytech ARG creator, Elle, uh, got me very into watching uh, video essays by this YouTuber called Jacob Geller, uh, and I have really, really, really been enjoying them. Uh, Elle recently wrote a game based on his video, Fear of Depths, uh, which is about why people are so afraid of caves. Uh, and how fucked up caves are and how the uh, the narrative structure of certain video games uh, mimics descending into a cave. Uh, Interesting. His most recent video is called The Strange Beauty of Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, which I found super interesting uh, and is about how the game Roller Coaster Tycoon is built like a roller coaster. <laughs> hmm. Uh, he also has... A video uh, on control, anatomy, and the legacy of the haunted house that I really liked when I watched it a little while ago. Oh, I think I've uh, seen that and one. Yeah, I feel like Riley might have uh, posted it. That sounds right. Somewhere. Um, and he has one that I watched yesterday that is extremely good uh, called The Decade-Long Quest for Shadow of the Colossus' Last Secret, which is about a mm-hmm. community of people that spent basically a decade trying to uncover every single secret in Shadow of the Colossus. I've heard about that. I know I, I read an article about it. God, I feel it's like years wild. ago now, but I can only imagine people have found more since then. Yeah, uh, when when I like first started watching the videos on uh, Jacob Geller's channel last week, uh, Ben Roswell actually sent this one to me like apropos of a, a different conversation that we were having <laughs> and was like hey this is super cool you should watch it i was like oh fuck yeah i should uh and it's it's really good it's so interesting hell yeah um and he just has a lot of like very cool and thoughtful uh kind of short they're like 15 to 20 minute video essays on various topics that are super interesting cool 
And that's my recommendation for the week. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's his name again? Uh, Jacob Geller. Jacob Geller. Sounds good. Um, I haven't really been watching or listening to anything lately. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to rack my brain and think if I've done anything. Um, no, I haven't. Yeah, this past week has just been kind of a wash. <laughs> yeah, it really has. Um, been streaming a lot of Pokemon I mean, lately. <laughs> my other favorite thing this week is a synth rat TikTok. <laughs> which is, I don't know if you've seen this. I have not. But uh, I think I posted something in it, something about it in uh, the Argonauts Discord. Uh. But it started, there's this, uh, this, this guy on TikTok who, like, as a joke, uh, posted this video that was, like, thinking about getting into fashion TikTok, and, uh, all of the outfits were, like, goofy. It was, like, disembodied head and a cowboy hat, and one of them was, like, synth rat. Uh, (laughs) and since then, he's been posting, like, videos that start out, like, extremely normal TikToks, and then it's like, surprise, you're still on synth rat TikTok. You can never escape. (laughs) Wait, let me find one. That's really funny. And it's become a thing where, like, people have been making other tiktoks about like oh i can't escape synthrack tiktok (laughs) (laughs) and and other people are like commenting on them like what is synthrat tiktok what does this mean (laughs) um oh you know what i i have gotten into something the past couple days um i i i have started listening to a podcast um there's a podcast called You're Wrong About. Um, it's by Michael Hobbs and Sarah Marshall. They basically go through and talk about things that happened like 20, 30 years ago and say, like, with the distance of time, here's what we actually know about what actually happened then, not just, like, the media frenzy around it at the time. Um, so they do kind of deep dives into older historical things. Um, one of the things, one of the co-hosts is... Um, uh, very into the satanic panic. Um, they've got a really good episode about that and how that started and how it spread out into the mainstream. Um, just looking over a list of episodes, uh, the concept of going postal, um, like the idea that postal workers are going to go crazy and attack people where that came from. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. Have you never heard of that? No, Oh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a phrase. Um, I've never really heard going postal That's... before, but uh... I, I mean, I've I've heard it. I just like didn't know that that was where it was. Yeah, it was. Uh... I just never made that connection in my brain. I guess. Yeah, it was about uh, uh, basically shootings and other violent attacks happening in postal in post offices by postal workers. Jesus Christ! Um, it's a good episode. Uh, they've got a good episode. Um, I'm just going through the ones I've listened to recently. Uh, Dare. Uh, the 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 drug program um, Columbine um, one thing that I really liked they went over um, the DC sniper thing that happened back in like 2001 oh yeah um, which is a thing that I vaguely remember because it was happening when I was like eight um, but they basically lay it out and they're like um, basically let's talk about the people behind it. 
um, and how it was never really a terror attack like people kind of assumed it was because it happened in such proximity to 9-11. But it was actually more of like basically a um, domestic assault gone Hmm. absolutely haywire. Um, It's a fascinating set of episodes um, that really digs into uh, someone that like you think of a bunch of other serial killers that get a high level of uh appreciation in america sounds weird but like you know you can't throw a stone without finding a true crime podcast about jeffrey dahmer you know um but like here they're like what if we took a look at this that isn't like from a true crime perspective what if we look at this about like people and victims and how we can figure out what actually happened it's a really cool set of episodes of a really good podcast uh you're wrong about that is very cool. I'll have to check it out. And then they also have one about I said... Coca the Gorilla. So, like, they're really coming on all angles. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we're together for the show at uh, Argonauts Pod. Uh, otherwise, you can find us individually. I am at AC Sherman Writes. I am at Corpse Survivors. Uh, and outside of that you can email us at argonautspodcast at gmail.com uh we check every email that comes in we are not great at responding but we do check them um otherwise if you want to support the show you can find us at patreon uh you can go to patreon.com that's p-u-h-t-r-a-y-i-n.com if you want to make my mistakes uh otherwise you can find us at uh, patreon just search for the argonauts podcast uh yeah that's it all right (laughs) Well, with that in mind, I think that's going to do it for us. Until next time. That's synth rap, baby.